0: Shoppers can save 25% on all orders of art, print, posters, fine art, and more at allposters.com. Go to cheapseatreviews.com, click on the banner, and when you check out, use promo code MOTHER25. Thanks and happy Mother's Day. It's, it's the past, is where it's at. You know, I mean, you know, people then, they cared about each other. They, they, you know, they, men had honor, you know?
1: And... No, no, you see, you know what that is to me?
0: What? It's just more
2: of that romantic warrior
0: crap. Hello, 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 and hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode, episode 16, and today we're talking about timelines. See, we're actually doing timeline this week. Whatever. See, we've traveled in time. We've traveled back in time, Two weeks uh, to do this. There we go. See? (laughs) How extremely appropriate, Uh, though... We did it all on purpose. That's how it works It was completely intentional, um, and we all came back alive, so that's good. <laughs> so I'm Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Chad, trebuchet to the face, Evans. <laughs> Glad to be and, Glad wel- to be- and welcome back. <laughs> welcome back, Chad. Yes, welcome back, Chad. Cornelius, Greek fire, Logan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, know you, I always try to make something food-related for you. Uh, I don't know how Greek fire is food-related, but... Uh, Spicy it, Greek it'll, food. Spicy. will cook something. something. <laughs> yeah, uh, and Sam... This film had too many bad guys vector. <laughs> I think it had too many people in general. Well, whatever. So let's yeah. pull up a comfy chair and dive Only in. Only time will
3: tell. Oh. oh, when we start?
0: One. All right. Corny does have a point because that was actually pretty funny. Okay. Here we go. Well, this was um, 2003's timeline. Uh, though it was supposed to be 2002's timeline, and uh, but didn't, obviously. We can talk about that in just a second. So, I asked this uh well actually before we even get into first impressions and blah 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 what is timeline so Sean, Sean? we actually have uh catherine um on the line um well not literally on the line but uh, unfortunately our schedules didn't match up this week and two weeks ago when this was supposed to happen we actually did record the intro for this but i lost it so Ooh. i know it was it was lost in time yeah
1: <sighs> minus one <laughs>
3: Uh, I don't know A little neutral
0: Half a point, you're at .5 So I I was able to However, get her to call in So uh, I'm stealing Chad's joke But Chad gets a thousand percent credit For this joke She literally phoned phoned it in So Chad gets a point for that Even though he said it before the cast So Chad's in the lead with one So, Catherine, if you would please
2: a group of archaeological students become
1: trapped in the past when they go there to retrieve their professors. The group must survive in 14th
0: century France long enough to be rescued. Okay, okay, from, okay, in, in, up. from London.
3: Uh, <laughs>
0: one, that's 1374, to toss the London. And
3: maybe move your arms a little uh, bit, to oddly enough, to get that perception a little better.
0: That's that's what an iPhone sounds like. I mean, it's just. That's
3: horrible. It
0: sounds terrible when you record it and play it back. But, you know, we talk on our phones every day and we don't really notice it because, you know. Wow. So thank you, Catherine. Next time, I'm sorry. If if you don't know the audio, if you couldn't hear what she said, uh, a group of archaeological students become trapped in the past when they go there to retrieve their professor. The group must survive the 14th century France long enough to be rescued. So uh, this timeline, this is a uh, Richard Donner joint. Uh, based on a Michael Crichton novel, and Joy. continuing the theme that not all Michael Crichton novels become good movies, which is mm. kind of the same thing for Stephen King, which okay. I find interesting for whatever reason.
3: So, they all have
0: the potential to be amazing movies. They do. They really do. Um, yeah. And and, I, and though some weren't great, I, there's a couple that are still pretty good in my opinion. And we can we mm. can go there in a minute if we want to. But I asked the question as always. First impressions. When was the last time you saw it? Uh, whatever. So, Chad, welcome back from Florida.
1: Go. This was actually the first time I saw it, and you know, my first initial impression was, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't really blown away by this film. Um, it really doesn't didn't leave me with any, you know, great memorable moments, so to speak. Uh, there weren't any great one liners. Um, <laughs> It was as, just kind of as, bland. as evident
0: by the the lack it, of vo- um, of audio clips that I captured from this thing. completely Obviously. bland, completely it was bland. very
1: very bland. And you know, I haven't read the book. I own the book, and I think that gives me some type of credit. Right. Sure, um, of course i like I like Michael Crichton's books. I, I think you know he writes great stuff, but um, but yeah, it doesn't necessarily always translate well into um, into film. So. I wasn't. I don't know. I think my expectations was uh, set a little high. Um, I do like time travel stuff um, uh, to an extent. I'm I'm, I'm a hoovian, so I, li- I like I like kind of losing myself in in how time travel works and how uh, how sometimes impl- implications work in different ways and um, you know, things like that. But overall, I was not impressed.
0: Hey, um, okay. Hey, you know, uh, IMDb gives this a 5.6. So Ugh. I think, I think Chad's probably about the same, same path. Well, average if you want to take average. It. Yeah. Let's yeah. see if the rest of us are. So, Corny, same question.
2: I've never seen this movie before in my life. Uh oh. And, uh, I was...
0: until today, obviously.
2: Uh, until, yeah, until today. Um, I, I kind of liked it
0: really yeah I, this is this is so strange okay, look, okay. For, if you didn't listen to last week's if this is your first episode or you missed last week for some reason corny said that he didn't like days of thunder now i didn't yeah. point it out then last week and i should have corny <laughs> this is the guy who loves whose favorite show uh next to leverage is dukes the dukes of, of hazard hazard yeah, yeah
2: you shut your dirty mouth
0: uh, that doesn't mean that i'm wrong though <laughs>
2: Well, just again, I stand by what I said last week. I, just, I
0: understand you're right. The, the character of Cole is pretty, really two dimensional. I want to race cars and whatever the other relationships. And stuff not to, let people out
3: of the car. Right, right of the car. out of the car. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Point said.
0: <seven. laughs> oh, more bad, more bad accents in this movie. Yes, to tons. I know. So, so, so Corny likes <laughs> I mean, timeline. So, so, yeah. so, and that's okay. You, hey, we're not here to judge. Actually, that's exactly what we're here to do. I'd love to, to know why. What, what was it about it that, that made you like it?
2: I, yeah. Okay, so going into this movie, I assumed that uh, I was going to hate it because Sam picked it. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> uh, No, I, I, just, I mean, I had no, uh, I had no real hopes and expectations for this movie. Because one of those things that if I haven't even thought about it or one of you guys haven't talked about it before, then I'm assuming that I'm not going to want to see it. So I'm watching it, and uh, things picked up rather quickly. And then it just became, all right, I have to see how this ends. So then it became a good movie, only because I wanted to see how it ended.
0: Hey, if it kept, keeps your attention, I it, guess that yeah. does what it's supposed to do. So Richard Donner was aiming directly at you for
2: this one. <laughs> yes, he was. And he hit a bullseye. And because only. Because they use arrows then. So it works. Oh. Okay.
0: You don't get any points for that. Oh, you? no, I don't. Okay.
2: I
1: know, I Man, that. this Donner party should have stayed lost. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs>
1: yes, a good a cannibal
0: character. joke. That's nice. Um, Sam.
3: <laughs> um, you know, I, I saw it a long time ago. I, I think I rented it. I didn't even see it in the theater. I'm a huge Crichton fan. I, I mean, most of you guys know with the Jurassic Park and things like that.
1: Um, what?
3: Sam and, likes Jurassic Park? Never heard of it I that know. One. Can you believe it? The timeline book is amazing. Absolutely amazing. Like most Crichton books. And when I went into this, this picture, I was expecting a little bit more along the lines of the
0: book. Um,
3: and This, this picture,
0: they, you sound this, older than I am. That's
3: funny. And this moving picture, is that better? Yeah. This moving picture. Um, and I, I was a little disappointed then and a little bit even more disappointed now. Um, it didn't hold up in my memory. Uh, good lord, the acting's horrible. Uh, the, act, the writing is horrible. Um, the only thing redeeming about this whole thing is the time travel, which I always enjoy time travel movies and the, the, I don't know, maybe the setting, you know, it was kind of interesting that they, that Crichton stuck them in the middle of this, this war that's going on around this little castle. But, um, well, I'm sure we'll dig a little bit more into some of the problems of this movie, <laughs>
2: Damn, but, uh, archeologists. Yeah. I see. And, uh,
0: <laughs> That's actually not bad. But, point for Sam. Thank you, thank you. And it it kind of
3: bugs me. And I'm I'm looking at my iPad right now, and I'm seeing the the movie poster. Yeah. And God bless his soul, Paul Walker mm-hmm. ruins this movie. <laughs> Absolutely ruins this movie. And there's other things that do as well, but um, <sighs> it, it, he just. His acting, his reason for being there. You know, we we talk about Indiana Jones and the 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 not last crusade. Um The Crystal not Skull. T- not Crystal, not Temple of Doom, the first one. Oh, the Lost um, Raiders a Raiders of, 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 of Ark. How he had nothing to do with the storyline. Yeah. Right? He, Paul Walker in this movie really didn't have anything to do. He was just a pretty face.
4: Yeah.
3: He barely had he barely pushed any of the story ahead. Other than being the creepy guy who doesn't like ar- not architecture, uh, not agriculture, archaeology. Archaeology. bark. Archaeology. And, you know, his is doll eyes over this, this one girl uh, in there. Who
1: doesn't like him. Yeah, who doesn't even like him. That, which, that's, and, a, uh, that's a
0: trope I have
3: of, in way If there's, there's a, a, a review of this movie that, that I can quote here that I absolutely love, um that, that speaks to exactly how I feel. It's from Entertainment Weekly back back when they reviewed it. It said special kudos goes to Walker for his dead on impression of a time traveling two by four and the <laughs> that- perpetually hysterical O'Connor who delivers one of the most grating performances in history.
0: Wow. Okay. So
3: yeah. Yeah.
0: Well I go. I didn't like it the second time around. <laughs> hey, you know what?
3: And uh, I recommended this movie. Yes, so. you did.
0: So you lose a point. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, to answer my so own question, uh, yeah. I saw this movie in the theater. Now, in my own defense, uh, a buddy of mine who was a huge Michael Crichton fan back in high school said, uh, during the summer break um, from college, he said, we gotta go watch this movie. It's It's a great book. So a bunch of us, we all went to the movie theater, and I hated it. I was bored. <laughs> I was a little confused. I didn't understand if there's one thing you're not bored it's just you don't care well i i I considered that bored because yeah like the point that you always make sam particularly is that a movie might be slow but just because there's not a lot going on that doesn't mean that i'm still not engaged i still think that unbreakable is a really great movie because it's engaging there's not a lot going on but Mm -hmm. i'm engaged to the dialogue or pulp fiction you know again when they're just talking I was a little bored, but I was still engaged in what was going on. This movie, I didn't care about anything. <laughs> the only character you care about is Gerard Butler, really. Yeah, he's yeah. the only character in this movie that kind of has he's really fairly interesting. Yeah, he's he's interesting, and maybe the physicist guy back uh, in normal time, because yeah. because he's kind of quirky and interesting, yeah. and he really cares about his friends. Yeah. Other than that, again, Paul Walker's his God rest his soul. I know this is weird, but we gotta talk about him. He's terrible in this film.
3: <laughs> okay, I'm he's, glad you agree. He's
0: terrible. And he's <laughs> riding just... off the high of Fast and the Furious. Um, when was when was Fast? When when was that released? The first one? The first one? I thought it was like 01 or something. Um, yeah.
3: give me okay, so it was before this then.
0: Fast and something. Let's see, Pleasantville was 98. Where you, Fat, the Fast and the, the Furious was 01. Yeah, and then he did yeah. Joyride. Uh, and then Too Fast, Too Furious... Um, in the same year as timeline and two fast, two fears. season isn't, isn't, even that bad. It's for him. It's actually, there's a reason why he excelled and made a thousand of those movies. Yeah. So, so again, his character is useless. The female lead. She annoyed me constantly. Yes. I don't know why she's pretty, but, um, I don't know. She, She's boring. She, oh. yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't care about her. I didn't care about any of the people that died. Spoiler: yeah. a lot of people die. Yeah, there's a lot of throwaway characters. Yeah, um, I was I lot was lot going of, through it this
3: time, think, thinking to myself, you know, there's some movies you go to, and you can automatically point to people that are going to bite it. You know, the, yeah. the throwaway, and
0: um, usually if it, they don't have last names. You know, they're going to
2: or die. red shirts. You know, yeah, it's...
0: right, <laughs> or if they speak French or something. I don't. Know. I still. So we're going to get into this movie here. So basically, yeah, okay, the, con- yeah, the concept so. is this. There's a bunch of archaeological nerds they're all digging and they found this castle, and that's what the point is and that there's this company in somewhere, America, which is a
3: common thing in creighton stories
0: right, and the evil corporation they're kind of the big evil corporation they 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 create a three d fax and the idea is to fax something from l a to New York, eventually around the world to physically not just like we have today three d printers where you take a picture of a a ball and then it prints another ball and then it's out of the crump in the world to physically send you from point A to point B via telephone lines and they accidentally create a wormhole and they send you back into time into this specific point. Now they never tell us that because they always say it always goes back 600 years, right? Yeah. So does that mean that it's 600 years exactly or is it 600 years from it, that time? Is it that day, meaning? like instead of it always it always sends you back to 1361 april 3rd yeah. or is it exactly six hundred because they kept talking about we're running out yeah. of time what, what you have a time machine what does it matter so they never <laughs> they never explained that so i guess that's what they did is that it was 600 years exactly from their timeline
3: yeah so, and that was my first note here, here well not my first note but one of my notes uh sean was was you know this wasn't the delorean or i was trying to think you know you time travel movies have to have a set of rules. Right. They have to. Right. And, uh, and this one, broke they were all of them. fuzzy about oh. when they were going back. Like, I thought what was going to happen, and this is first first viewing, that they were going to go back the same day that the professor went back. Yeah. And, you know, pop up right next to him or something like that. I did not realize. I, that, but, but then again, he's been there for so long.
0: Yeah, it was so, it was weird. I, and, they, I, and Corny you said the phrase they break all the rules. I don't think they broke the rules because I don't think they made rules. That's the yeah. problem. That, they never okay, go with that. They, they never yeah, established any
2: rules. Are, well, I was thinking in terms of, you know, the, the rules that we always hear in timeline movies, you know, don't uh, go don't go like on this person or you know, make sure they die because they're supposed to right. the butterfly. Well, there's there's like yeah.
1: three there's three different theories, as from what I understand. And if 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 you're a you know theoretical physicist and you're listening to this podcast, go back to studying Sheldon but, Cooper. Yeah, but I mean, there's three different ways you can think of time travel, and I think in this case, you know, things are going to happen because everything is fixed in time. So if you go back in time and you kill, you, you go back to you want to kill Adolf Hitler because you want to stop World War II but you replace the kid with an orphan kid that the orphan kid will then grow up to be Adolf Hitler. So there are things and things in time will happen regardless of what you do. Right. So I think that's kind of where, uh, and this is also, that's also evident in, uh, Terminator, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. So regardless of what you do back in time, uh, it will still, it, it will still affect the events of the future will still happen.
0: Right. Okay.
3: That was always kind of it's a, like multiple universes based, the idea of multiple parallel
1: dimensions. Oh, no, that's, that's a different theory. Yeah. It's
0: different theories and stuff. The, the weird thing about this particular movie is that <laughs> they do that weird thing in time travel movies where they show the evidence of the thing that has already happened in their normal timeline. So that means that they, have already done the thing they're about to do, creating that weird paradox
4: mm-hmm. that
0: they have to find the thing that drives them to go back in time. So they do that thing back in time mm-hmm. so they can go on with the rest of their lives. And sometimes that works and sometimes that doesn't. Um, it it didn't, it didn't not work that I didn't explain that very well. It It doesn't, screw too much up in this movie. There's a movie that I really like, but it doesn't work very well. And is a movie called Deja Vu with Denzel.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: it's a pretty good movie, but they, they really screw up that idea real badly. Um, and if you haven't, if you don't know what I mean, go watch it. It'll, that movie will kind of mess with your mind a little bit, but uh, it's still a pretty good movie. And Denzel does, you know, Denzel things and it's got a, you know, fat Val Kilmer. So I, I do want to talk about this before I really dive into show notes and things like that. The whole movie, the whole concept of this movie is time travel. and That's the point, is this movie is about time travel. So, and later on in this episode, we're going to talk about our top three, which is time travel movies. Now, just because we think that they're good movies to us doesn't mean that they do time travel well. Mm-hmm. Are there cases in movies that they do time travel well? Can you guys think of How, how would we know? Well, we, we don't. <laughs> we obviously don't know. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> one thing is, is that some movies do them pretty well, I think.
1: Time yeah, movies. I think that yeah, some yeah. It, some movies, if you're able, I think that if you're able to walk away from the movie and you don't have a really bad headache mm-hmm. because you're trying to understand, like, how did this happen? and The rules make sense. And then the rules make sense.
3: And they follow the rules.
1: Yeah. Like, Austin Powers, and when, when he had the, the what, whatever <laughs> movie that was, um, I've blocked it out of my memory.
0: I think it's the second one that he goes back in time, isn't it? Or is it the third one? I can't remember.
1: Third I don't remember. Is it's, the third one,
0: he goes back in time with his yeah. dad.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I, think so. I think that's what it was. But anyway, he goes back in time and he ends up saying something quirky like, well, this happens and this, and this and oh, gosh, I've gone cross-eyed. And then they make kind of this aside to the camera saying it's best if everybody just doesn't think about it. Right. They, and they,
0: <laughs> yeah, they, they do that very thing in Looper. If you've not seen Looper, they do that no, in Looper, where one, yeah. where the two of them, Bruce Willis and Jason gordon Levitt, the same person, are having dinner at a diner, and Bruce Willis literally, he's Jordan Levitt asked the question, and Bruce Willis like, "It doesn't matter. Don't think about it. It'll screw with your head." And that's because the rules in that movie. Though I like the movie, the rules don't make sense in that movie. Yeah, but they stick to the rules. So at least they they establish the rules and they stick to them. They're just not very good rules. Um, yeah, I think you know the, the Back to the
3: Future movies did pretty good with the, uh, with the rules and and following the rules. Yeah. You know, the future can be changed. Um, and it can be changed as you're in the past, you know, uh, when he, when his mother is not into, you know, his father, you know, they start disappearing. Um, Yeah,
0: that's a weird thing. Why do they disappear in the photo though? I mean, it's, it's,
2: it's a weird, They do not exist. it's, It's
0: a weird visual. Why would it affect the photo? You know, I, it's a weird thing. Well, because concept. that, that the photo, photo was never is taken. A physical, yeah. Physical. Then why wouldn't the photograph disappear? Why, would the, why did the people just disappear? Then the photo itself wouldn't have been taken. You never know. Maybe they yes were just I taking a picture wouldn't. of the tree. But then the person taking the photo wouldn't have been there to take the picture of the kids. Mommy Maybe dad. there's a, a residual effect. Here you go. See, this, the, see, now you're having to explain too much to to defend the movie. We all also, I, like, I think there's
1: the problem if you have to explain it and yeah. you're not doing a good job you're, of presenting. The problem
0: is you're explaining a movie that we all f- have hold dear to our hearts because we all yeah. like that movie. And so, but that's the point. Someone out there is probably doing the same thing to this movie because they're of the age that they watched this when they were... Twelve or thirteen, and they think Paul Walker is the greatest actor ever, and they're <laughs> screaming into their phones right now going, How dare you make fun of timeline is one of my favorite movies ever that does happen so to get so to back to timeline I, I do want to talk more about yeah. these time okay. time travel type movies, and we'll do that and I'm more. sure
3: we'll do a, lo- a lot more in our top three
0: right so so intro I, I do want to do this real quick because this is really fun I, I I usually do trivia later, but I actually kind of want to do trivia because there's there's not much trivia on this movie. There really isn't. But there was one piece of trivia that was just, it was really long.
1: So basically you're breaking your own rules of time travel here. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Again, I make the rules
0: so I can break them. Um, I will break you. So I'm not going to read the entire thing, <laughs> but it's, it's pretty interesting, especially to us music nerds. So when I mentioned earlier in the episode that it was supposed to come out in the fall of '02, but the studio was really unhappy with the director's cut of the film. Um, and it actually had like a prologue of the disappearance of the Billy Connolly, um, old old man Scottish from Boondock Saints. And it actually was scored by Jerry Goldsmith, which when I read that I get really excited because I really like Jerry Goldsmith. Uh, so Donner was reforced to cut the film. Now, you Superman nerds out there, and there's a couple that I listen to the show who I know I'm talking to now, know that Donner was supposed to direct spider uh, superman 2 mm-hmm. but was ousted from the project he was literally kicked off filming while they were in the middle of filming um because he originally didn't want to have lex Luthor as the bad guy and so all the scenes most of the scenes with no he wanted lex Luthor as the bad guy but um the studio didn't or something like that i'm now i'm getting my own story confused but anyway it doesn't matter um, just fix your timeline. You'll be fine. Yeah, I'll just. So anyway, so go. Uh, so Donner. So then, the the studio had a had more writers come in, and they did like a third cut, and they they change. They kept changing stuff, and then finally, when they were like, "All right, we're ready to do this again. We need you to rescore some of the music, Mister Goldsmith." He said, "No, I'm I'm actually going to go do Looney Tunes back in action uh, for his buddy." <laughs> so it went to Brian Tyler, who we know from X-Men and some other pretty good pieces of uh, work that he's done. And then, so when the, what is it where I'm reading here? So the original final cut of the film would be 116 minutes from its original 136 minutes. And it mostly cut out the Billy, Billy Connolly prologue and some other stuff. And then they had to get, Uh, what Goldsmiths and Tyler's music would be released respectively. So there's actually a Jerry Goldsmith version of this soundtrack out there somewhere, (laughs) which is weird. So all that to say that this movie had a lot of issues. So that might, (laughs) that might be part of why this movie didn't do well. I think a lot of it has to do with acting and stuff. Let me ask you this guys real quick before I dive back into my notes. Did this movie have like a, did it feel like it was low budget to you? Sometimes. Yes. Sometimes. No. Like, um,
2: I was, I see, I, I, I see where you're at because there just wasn't a lot of stuff. I, I don't think you needed a ton of, of stuff, uh, to make, make this movie what it was. Yeah. You know, I you find some old places, some kind of old clothes yeah, and you're good to go.
0: I, I'm not talking about just the costumes or, or, uh, or visual effects. I mean, the time travel bit was real dumb. I mean, they just flashed light at the camera. I'm not even talking about that. I don't expect special. I just.
3: Yeah, this, well, if if you this, want to think of silliness, the if I remember right, the original time travel in the books is that they you sh- you shrink. You you don't are you are not just split into atoms, you shrink to the size of an atom and then pop back up to size.
0: Well, okay, fine. So, uh, may, maybe that's so. an improvement. Maybe not. Maybe that would have been visually okay. hokey and we would have laughed. No. But in terms of budget, I I thought it was okay. It it seems like the sets were were pretty
3: nice. The uh You know, to me, I always look at at these things, and the knights look fairly dingy, Mm -hmm. you know, like I would expect. The the castle walls look look worn in. Um, I I like, you know, the battle scene was done fairly decently in terms of scope and size. Uh, Um, I don't know. But but I kept thinking, like, there were some angles and some shots, even at the end in the castle siege scene, that I kept thinking of Resident Evil, you know, where the, the... the dead are attacking the castle and some of the, the just,
1: army of darkness. I'm no. oh, sorry.
3: Army of darkness. And,
1: uh, I kind of got that same vibe. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's what I mean
0: by low budget, because that movie came out in 1993 or 92. And that movie yeah. had like a, a budget of like $35 million. This movie had a budget of $80 million. Yeah. Like what the hell did they spend it on? Gerard Butler and Paul Walker and French dudes. I mean, most of the extras were battle reenactors. So a lot of the stuff that they got, they got for free. So I kept, I'm literally watching this movie going, where did they spend their money?
3: Dude, I wonder if they built that castle.
0: Uh, partially. I wonder, if that was,
3: you know, I wonder if they spent it in the sets.
0: Well, they probably, obviously the interior, the keep, they built because they needed to control it and blow it up. The, yeah. the courtyard kind of keep yeah. area. But, but that castle doesn't exist. And it's all based off other castles. So they built some of it, but a lot of it was just either CGI in the background or a matte painting or something like that. Yeah. They didn't obviously build, obviously they didn't build a whole castle, but they only built like a, a portion of it. But even set construction isn't that expensive. I mean, hell, the pyro, they probably, they, I mean, that explosion was freaking huge. Yeah. Um, you probably yeah. saw that in Paris. So, Oh, no. Yeah. yeah.
3: So, well, and they, you know, well, no, they didn't have a whole lot of named characters to just off but and then, you know we got to remember at this point too you know Paul Walker certainly was a little more popular he was the headliner uh Gerald Gerard Butler wasn't quite
0: big no one but, know, no no one knew who Gerard Butler was until 300 yeah. yeah which was several years later so they weren't spending it on uh, Billy Conley. I don't know I mean I it was just to me literally the movie felt like again that army of darkness feel which again was again this is my issue with movies I put them in comparison to other movies of the day, of that year. Yeah. And two- Yeah, so, yeah you know, what, what other- I, yeah. I didn't do that part beforehand and I should have. Like, Well,
3: the, here's my thing. Okay. We, most of us watch uh, Game of Thrones on HBO,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right?
3: Mm-hmm. Um, a full season of Game of Thrones, which is, what, 10 episodes? 10 episodes. Hour, it's 10 hours, uh, is roughly 60 to 70 million. Mm-hmm. Right? And
0: how much was this movie? 80 million. Eighty
3: million for two hours. Now, of course, Game of Thrones looks amazing, absolutely amazing in terms of set design, and you know they're still paying a heck of a lot of actors there too. So, I don't know where did they
0: spend the money? Okay, so this is one of these movies is really unfair, but some of these movies are pretty okay. Lord of the Rings: The Return of the King came out the same year. Okay, that's not even the same ballpark because that was like a no. hundred and eighty million dollar budget, so that's not even the same ballpark. But Master the and Commander, the the whatever, the far side of the world. That's that movie looks a lot better than this movie, and I don't know if that movie was was super high more budget than than this. Uh, that terrible Hulk movie came out the same year, but that movie was real bad. Um, yeah. uh, Pirates of the Caribbean: The Curse of the Black Pearl. Same year. I mean, that movie looks great compared to this. Again, now that's Disney, and that was about a about $100 million budget. But that's still pretty comparable. The Matrix Reloaded but, came out that year.
3: I can tell you, though, if a good writer was on this movie...
0: Bad Boys 2 came out. I mean, come if, on.
3: If, good, if, if Paul Walker's character either was written out or a new actor was put in... I think you have a
0: really good movie See, you can't, I don't think we can blame this all on him And, and I think I, Gerard Butler is the best part of this movie In my opinion, legit and, and I mentioned earlier, he's the only one that I care about He's the only one to me Really trying, truly There's a couple other moments I think uh, So is it the
1: director's fault then?
0: I, yeah, I blame it on him, it has to be <laughs> his fault Who else <laughs> you blame it on? Did you know, Sam,
1: That you... I, I blame this, it on the boom operator. Fine. Uh, Sam, uh, hey, read, he had
3: to keep it low for a lot of them horses, I they were you. a lot of horses. <laughs> uh,
1: that's
0: a, look back, as breaking the time wall again. Or whatever. Oh. Did, did you know that Richard Donner was actually um, uh, in line to direct Jurassic Park? Um, yeah, and, I know. Well, he
3: directed The Goonies, for goodness sake.
0: Yeah, he's done some know, good the, stuff. You know, the quiz essential
3: adventure, and I'm doing air quotes, which works great on a podcast, Right, adventure movie
0: you know yeah, well, he should be able to 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 All right let's let's so forget my my moments about 2003 then, again there were some good films in that movie that that time the last samurai came out in 2003 which also had billy conley in it which is kind of weird but that movie makes this movie look like trash i mean in my opinion but he I made think, maverick i loved maverick yeah so i want to do this let's talk about richard donner um he did some really good work he did the lethal weapon series one was pretty good and then there was the rest. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm going to scroll all the way down. He did a lot of TV stuff. Lot of course, of Goonies, Lady yeah.
3: Hawk. I've always kind of liked Lady Hawk.
0: It's kind of a thing. Yeah, um, Superman. Okay, hold on. Let's get there first. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not as the the Sixth Sense, the TV series, 1972. Okay, I, sorry. Yeah, I don't. I think it went too far. All right. So his first really film was The Omen. Creepy. Good. Then he does Superman. By all accounts, it's a pretty good movie. And that's why there's Superman 2 uncredited. Because he was supposed to direct it, and then he didn't. They -hmm. kicked him off. He had issues with the studio. Um, Because there's this bit about Gene Hackman. like Gene Hackman refused to work with Donner or something like that. And that's why the scenes where he's escaping from prison are the only scenes in the movie. Because they had filmed him, but they didn't get his voice for the scene. So the guy the voice you hear is not Gene Hackman. It's kind of funny. Uh the, the Lady Hawk, yes it's Lady Hawk's a silly movie. The Goonies, good movie. I mean yes. Violet Accounts is a good movie. Lethal Weapon, good. Scrooge, eh. Then Radio Flyer, I'm a huge fan of that movie. Uh, I don't know why, just a big I, I like it a lot. Maverick is good. Yeah. Um, Conspiracy Theory, but I like He's a good
3: he's a good adventure story director.
0: Basically if it, if he's not directing Sp- Superman or Mel Gibson? Yeah, that's true. Because that's <laughs> <weird. clears throat> conspiracy theory, the four lethal weapons, and Maverick. Yeah, um, that's weird. And then sixteen blocks with Bruce Willis—that's a really strange movie for him to direct. Uh, and then this—it's kinda... a good movie. If yeah, uh, yeah, it. It. it's not bad. Um, it's not one of his better films, but no. I mean, Bruce Willis is either. But and then he does timeline. So I mean. I don't know. Was he phoning it in for this one? Was he? Did he have a late car payment or something, or did he just get divorced and needed some cash? I don't know. Um, I just I don't think it was. It was. It's not a good movie. It's not a good movie. I mean. So and we're done. So good night, guys. No. Um, <laughs> so I want to I scroll through some of these uh, some of these show notes if you if you want to because I wrote. I love
3: down. the the one thing that that you know some I, that entertained me was the setup mm-hmm. to all of this. Um, you know, you, you meet Gerard Jar Butler's character, and what's he doing? You know, he's t- practicing.
0: He's a living sh- trope. He's a trope. Right, yeah, do that. shooting um, his arrow.
3: You know, he's that one guy that can can live in that era. Yeah, you know, that's where he is most comfortable. Is in that era.
0: He's a you know? uh, trope. <laughs>
3: yeah, exactly.
0: I still need a noise for wow, a trope. <laughs> so um, he's a trope. Really, really, Basically, well, like, he's. I call him the um the guy out of time trope. Yeah, you know he's he he, this time that he's in or this thing that he's in, whether it's the time or the culture or whatever, isn't right. There's all these things wrong, and this other idea is what suits him. And the minute you hear him talk about the past and whatever, you know instantly, oh, he's not coming back. He likes living back then. He wants to die at the age of thirty-eight. Of you know he's going to be. He's going to be that
3: soldier with the missing ear in the grave with oh, the woman. Oh, yeah,
0: instantly. You know it. Yeah. You know, you're just honest, waiting I to figure that. out
3: how he gets his ear chopped off.
0: I just realized that there's a time travel movie that I didn't put on my, my list that actually is not bad. Anyway, um, the other good movies. Show that, notes. No, hold on. We're not doing <laughs> that again. Uh, other fun things. Uh, uh, a movie, uh, uh, Disney's Atlantis. You know, the guy is all awkward, the Michael J. Fox voiceover character. He's, his yeah. his character's all awkward and whatever, and then he goes to Atlantis and he fits in perfectly. And, of course, yeah. you know that he's going to stay. You know he's going to stay. And there's other movies and, like that I can't think of anymore.
3: And part of, part of the problem and one of the flaws of this movie is that, you know, a lot of times you, you get into a movie and the director and the writers want you to see it through a character's eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, you're experiencing this with one of the characters. Sure. A lot of times it happens in movies where – you're going someplace new or, you know, someplace kind of foreign, you know, like, you know, Jurassic park, you're seeing it through the eyes of, of Malcolm and grant and and the guys going to the, to the park for the first time, Mm -hmm. this movie, I think they tried to do that with the Paul Walker character. And, you know, he's out of place no matter where he goes. So everything is new to him. So what they're wanting you to do is experience this through this, this guy. And of course, since he's the headliner, he's going to make it through.
0: Here's and my kind – of, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Corny. Oh, I'm, I'm going to make my rebuttal.
2: That's fine. I, say, I actually kind of have to disagree because there there are numerous times where they'll they'll say something and it's like, oh, yeah, I know. Or he's aware of this stuff because of his dad. Yeah. So, Well, I'm not saying it. it's well written.
0: Yeah. See, and, and I know you're not. I'm not, I'm not going to argue the, your point, Sam. Yeah. The, 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 the point you're making, though, is a very valid point. It's just the it's wrong just the- way to do it. Don't oh, yeah. give me the dumb American. Yeah. Don't talk down to us. Because you mentioned earlier Indiana Jones. He's the smart guy. He, we're, yeah. we're seeing the movie through his eyes. And he knows everything. Now, yeah. he gets to explain it to either person who doesn't know. Or he gets to enter monologue and talk to himself. And we get to hear it. Or not monologue, but he talks to himself. And we get to understand what's happening. But... Give me that guy. Don't give me That's dumb typical American. I yeah. mean, he sounded like a dumb surfer dude. He did. Yeah. Some uh, one
3: of the reviews I read, they they they, they gave his performance uh, half a Keanu Reeves.
0: Right. Oh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> In fact, I would have rather have seen Keanu Reeves doing this. Uh, me too. Of course, too. he was too busy making a lot of money being Neo. So yeah. Um.
1: I know kung fu. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so no, you're right, Sam. The, the, yeah. We're watching this through his eyes, and our eyes are sullied because of it. Yes, it's just uh, a bad choice. I hate when, when directors, and it's not just Donner who does it, other directors, say, when they talk down to us as the audience. I know you yeah. have to do this for a broad audience, and not everyone is going to know anything about archaeology. I don't know to know. A, I don't need to know a single thing about dinosaurs. Yeah. To get that yep. Jurassic Park is a good movie. Because even though Ian doesn't know anything about dinosaurs, we're never treated as idiots in that movie.
3: That's exactly right. We, and,
0: that's, and and what surprises
3: me, too, is Donner directed Goonies. The Quiz Essential movie, you've got a bunch of kids running up against some crazy stuff. Yeah. And never once does he treat those kids like
0: idiots. No. They're all actually pretty intelligent. and Not just intelligent, but they're all either clever or intelligent. Or they add value. Each yeah. character has a point in value. And... Another thing that I mentioned to Chad, I think, before we started this cast was that, especially if you look at Goonies, Goonies is funny. Yeah. All four of the Lethal Weapon movies are funny. You know, they're action-serious, hard-R yeah. movies, but they're funny.
1: I'm Maverick too is old- hilarious. Maverick yeah. is yeah. funny.
0: Some people don't think it is, but I think it's funny. There is nothing funny in this movie. No. There is no funny in this movie at all. And and, and is it the
3: timing? Is it the writing?
0: I... I- I don't.
1: I don't know. It, oh.
3: it, it, it's it's such some, a waste I of potential. It drives me insane. And there's I think some it was good done characters in movie.
1: But see, there's. But see, I think there still needs to be some type of comic relief.
3: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. bring along the goofy guy somehow. Well, you know, was Paul Walker supposed to be the goofy guy? I don't know. You know, there they was no... him off
1: too soon.
0: <laughs> well, his, his acting killed it. But the, yeah, oh. the thing is, is that. I understand that this movie, it, it's, a, it's a, a peril movie, that the characters are in peril, which, yeah. which is a Michael Crichton thing a lot of the times, where your characters are in peril. But there's still moments of, of brevity and levity that they can be had, even yeah. when you're slightly terrified because idiots on swords might cut you in half because they don't know what the hell you are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is. Yeah, and how funny is it in this movie that the French are the good guys? I actually, that was one of my notes. (laughs) That was one of my
2: notes as well. I still can't believe I'm rooting for the French. That's exactly
0: what I wrote, Corny. I literally wrote, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, Weird rooting for the French. That's what I wrote. It's hilarious.
2: I felt ashamed. Right? Oh.
0: Shamed.
2: We gotta give, give him some points. That's
0: good. You get a point. You're back up to one and a half. That's good. <laughs> I felt ashamed. That's nice. Um, yeah. no, you're right because like you, you see a lot of movies that we're used to seeing. We're used to kind of um not. I think the Patriots like the only movie that we're kind of rooting for the French because they're allies. But you know, like last of the Mohicans. There's a good example. That movie is forever older than this movie, and it looks better anyway. Yeah, yeah. Especially that That's battle true. scene. I just, I don't know. I just, anyway. Um, uh, how weird is that? I just realized something. That the French guy, the lead, the French head French guy is also in the Matrix. He's
2: the Merovingian.
0: He's the Merovingian, yeah. I mean, I knew that when I watched this. You no, know, I didn't realize that. Huh. But, but the fact that he was in both movies at the same time. Hmm. You know, more timeline stuff happening. I mean, no, not really. But, but the, both movies came out at the same time. Oh, and, and, and
3: can I ask a big question? You
0: may ask a huge
3: question. And, and of course, this is this is at the, the beginning of the movie. Once again, they're they they yeah. they're making the jump.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And they end up in a river. That was so dumb. I don't uh, get that. Why? My question is, I mean, will they end up in the middle of a dirt mound? In, or inside of a building? Or inside or, of a you know, tree? Yeah. Inside of yeah. a tree? And if they were in the water, did they displace the water? Were they part of the water?
0: It, it, Did they fall again, into the water? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Th- was this, were they five feet above
0: the water when they fell down into it? Do you guys, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a moment to make fun of this movie for a second with another TV show. You guys ever watch Futurama? Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's a, during the, uh, towards the end of the series, after it's been canceled, like the 16 times it got canceled. But towards the end of its last run, the, the professor builds a time machine. And he and Bender and Fry get in it and they go forward in time and they accidentally hit the lever too far and they go forward so far that they actually witness the end of all time and then the (laughs) rebirth of time with the new Big Bang. And when they get all the way back to the time that they're supposed to be at, once the loop has happened, when they emerge, they're literally 12 feet above the ground. And he goes, oh, this universe is 12 feet lower. And then when they crash, they kill themselves, ending the, the paradox. But that's, I, as soon as that happened, I thought, oh, I guess at this point the wormhole was 12 feet higher or to the left or something. <laughs> I just, that's what I thought. It just made no sense except to create more peril for our characters that was unnecessary.
3: Unnecessary, yeah.
0: You know, I, I just...
3: Yeah, they were constantly running for their lives in a place where I thought myself, go to the
0: woods... I think I think the three of us yes, would have hit pretty well. Corny, not so much, but it would have been a little. Tall. I mean, I get it. yes, that's the point I'm making, Corny. It's because you're tall. No, I think it would have been a little weird having a black dude running around in 1300 France or whatever it was. It
2: worked for Martin Lawrence.
0: That's true in that terrible movie. Please tell me that's not in your top three. <laughs> I, I forgot even what that movie I is called. I forgot about that movie. It is it's Black Knight, I think. Black actually. Knight, yeah. There you go. That yeah. movie is so stupid. Uh, anyway. Yeah.
3: So anyway, they dropped him in a river, or they were in a river for uh, no, it when you're in no reason.
2: By the river. Mm. I,
3: that just, yeah.
0: You're right. So I'm, I'm yeah. all with you. So okay. quick, uh, my first note is, hey, it's Lupin. Um, <laughs> and again, this is weird. Me and Lupin. This is weird. This always, I don't know why this bugs me in movies, but it does. Why do you make actors who have a normal, their normal accent is whatever, and force them to do a different accent when it doesn't matter? Okay, Mm. so so bear with me. Johnny Depp is from Kentucky, okay? But he does a pretty good British accent, and the point of his character in the pirate movies is that he is British, or he's he's of that ilk, you know? Yeah, British accents equal old. Right, and so he has that, and that's fine. I get that. Or... Any other scenarios? Like uh, we mentioned last week or the week before Secondhand Lions, where um, uh, Michael, what's his name? The butler from Dark Knight. Michael Clark.
2: Uh, no, it's not Clark. Duncan. Michael Kane Michael Caine Cain
0: uses, Cain. uses a Southern accent in that movie because the character needs him to be Southern. Southern. So he takes his British accent and goes Southern. Yeah. So, or like Kevin Costner in... In Robin Hood, Hood, where they said, hey, we need you to do a a British accent. And he said, I can't. It's really bad. So just do your American accent. But that's actually the opposite of what we're talking about. (laughs) But my point is, is that my my point is, is that um, David Thules, David, how he pronounced his last name. He's Mm -hmm. British. He's a British dude. He looks British. He's got that British teeth and nose. Yet they made him American. And his accent was weird. And it kept bothering me whenever he talked and I kept thinking, why can't he be British just yeah, because he works in America?
3: It. It, it could be a multinational corporation. Exactly. In fact, I probably would have bought into his character a little better. Right. Make him British.
0: Stuff. And cause British people sound smart. Yep. Just yep. give him his normal accent. And then that way, um, uh, secretary of NCIS Jarvis can, you know, it, it's still, <laughs> that's all I can think of is him from NCIS. I know he's another stuff, but that's what I know him from. Um, so that just kind of that bothered me. So that was more. Just this whole movie was filled with bad accents, um, mm.
3: Scottish, English, British, American, bad American, French, Californian.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, and I know it's just his voice, but when you, I'm going to use a big word here, the juxtaposition of Paul Walker, Walker's surfer California voice, man, you buried the eggs, man voice to <laughs> to his dad and everyone else in the movie was so painful
3: that is one of my my movie sins that that I have a hard time getting over is family members with differing accents
0: yeah that's and, yeah.
3: and I know it can happen I know it can happen oh yeah um, but it's uh, generally it's not
0: so not far
2: like, in, in like fact it, it happens
0: it. in this particular podcast where Corny has a normal accent and his son has a southern accent
2: <laughs> <I> know, right <laughs> Well, folks, Although if, uh, somebody
3: you, might might say that Corny still has a southern accent. Well,
0: he, you're from North Carolina, but you don't have a southern accent. His son, Corny's son, in his d- defense, goes to a daycare where all the women there are just southern bells. And so bells. his, his oh, accent yeah. has, has picked up a little bit
2: from that. It's just
3: they they spend all day a bit. <laughs> under a magnolia tree sipping sweet
1: tea <laughs> sweet and, 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 yeah. and their giant so they're, dresses.
2: They're <laughs> Rocking chair outside. I and come
1: do home. declare. Yeah,
2: he, <laughs> it's a hot day, Daddy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Anyway, I don't, I don't know what it is. but you're right. This movie has. Yeah, you're right. When. Yeah. I guess the only. I guess because we never hear about the mom, we just know yeah. that she left. So we. I guess we can assume that she's like super American and that he did live in, in California <laughs> for the last forever. Yeah. Um, I don't. I wonder why no one thought it was weird that he was. He had highlights. Yeah. Did no one go when he was back in time? Go, what's wrong with your hair? <laughs> it's, why is it so different? And yeah, I
3: just well, was... and and there was a serious lack of facial hair in in a lot of these these. Ex- but characters. except
0: this was my second note. Why does King Leonidas look like Wolverine? Did you guys <laughs> notice that in the first scene when you see Gerard Butler, he looks like Wolverine. He's got. But the you know big... what the crazy thing Actually, is? I saw
3: an article the other day that said. That he could possibly be
0: the next Wolverine. Literally, he, seriously. He, he, I might. I, he's getting a little old too. I mean, he's not much younger than Hugh Jackman. Um, yeah,
2: but oh, like I, I still buy this, it.
0: He's still ripped. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, I kind of. There was a moment where uh, either he getting out of the river uh, after they fell into it. I was like, <laughs> or, or, man, he or, looks or, like Jesus. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I like that. It was was a little weird. But, uh, oh, and actually speaking of weird, can I do one other weird thing? Please. So the entire movie, every time I saw Billy Connolly, all I could think of is John Cleese from Monty Python. (laughs) Okay. And I could not shake it. But literally, at certain times, things that he would say, things that uh, Billy Connolly would say. Yeah. And I would just go, man, you could just swap those two. Uh,
0: (laughs) You know what? They should have done that. And this movie actually would have been 10 times better.
2: I think it would. I like
0: Billy Conley, but... Or make... I know, you make the bad guy, British dude, make him John Cleese, and just, he can be this, like, the kind of crazy lord guy, you know? Like, you have those bad guys who act kind of weird and crazy. Oh, yep. There we oh, go. Yeah. We just made a better movie. Look at us. Yep. <laughs> um, 2003, they don't have motorized winches. Do you really need a team of 12 people to pull you down and up in that rope?
1: Just, well... What are you do, and that's in... In a drop of a hat, and like we've got two seconds. We need people.
3: I, I just all I know is that the the what's it O'Con not O'Connell. I always say the the, the old archaeologist guy. what Was it his name? Billy Conley. Billy
0: Conley. The guy Billy named, Conley we've thank you. Been talking you. about for the last
3: half hour. Yeah, I know. I'm horrible with names. But him disappearing into the past like that, you know, really left his archaeological dig in
0: ruins. Anyway,
3: so I, I saw
2: that. I see what you did there. I don't ah, like it. you,
0: you ah. interrupted a good moment, a good thought to, to say wasn't that. A
1: good
0: no. It was a good thought. Um, that was my that was my note. Was I didn't understand why you, you don't have a generator off to the side just to power these winches, so that when you need to get out in a hurry, you're not relying on Beavis and Butthead over there to pull you out. I just seemed really dumb to me. Um,
1: Maybe the boom they operator. They got plenty of winches when they went back in time. Yeah, man. they did. Ah!
4: Look at that.
0: Chad just made that up, and that was ten times better than Sam's. So Chad Aww. wins a point. Uh, Sam, you still have whatever you have. Uh, so the so my next right. note was time machine, time travel movie doesn't do time travel well. Does the wormhole target a specific time? So that's what we talked about earlier. It was just it was strange. And, again, they
2: never they may have made the rules. Um, oh, and, by the way, um, it had to go to the same spot because it kept sending a camera. Right.
0: Why did the camera never fall into
2: the water? Exactly, that's that's a. That's why a, a did the camera
0: it. not fall fifteen feet from the ground onto the ground and break? Why didn't why did the camera get back? It pushed. It used its thumb to push the button. Of course, I don't know. Do, do they never say? I mean, they they, they don't explain again. They, they don't. They give us rules later, but they don't follow them earlier. Why did some things come back? Uh, what was other, or, or why you know why didn't the camera materialize in a tree? You know, you're just looking at a bunch of ants or something. That'd be kind of funny. Yeah. Um, uh, Neil McDonough, McDonough, McDonough. I don't know. McDonough, uh, McDonough, McDonough. He plays a good bad guy slash badass. You know what I'm talking about? He's the yeah. um, he's the military guy. Uh, I forgot his name. He's kind of the By guy. By the way, that, yeah? that was the
2: worst. He could have been anything else. ex Marine or Marine training. There, there was no need for them to say that, because he did nothing. There was no fighting. He did he did
0: nothing. Yeah, he ran them around a lot, and then...
3: I believe he tripped a soldier on the stairs.
0: Yeah, you're right. Uh, but Paul Walker <laughs> did a, a soccer trip later on. Did you notice that? He yes, did he a does. soccer-style tackle. I thought, yeah, let's just keep emphasizing the California dude. I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't hit him with a surfboard or something. Um, But he plays a good bad guy. He plays a bad guy in, um, what's that movie with The Rock? Um, Not The Rundown, the other one that he made at the same time. Uh, uh, Walking Tall. He plays the bad guy in Walking Tall. He plays a good badass in Captain America. And uh, he plays a good cop in the Minority Report. He's a good dude. And he is, of course, our Star Trek connection for the day. So he's he's in first contact. So there you go. And then I—it's I, I I, so funny you, you mentioned that Sam because my next note literally is why did it drop them in a river but not the camera? <laughs> um, and then I, I, I did LOL. Hope you didn't need that marine. And then of <laughs> course the next one died too. Yeah, but well, immediately. So there's immediately that they, they wipe out. the And that guy brought a bomb. Yeah. So that's, that. So let's let's go back to. I want to do some tropes real quick because I've, I've skipped over some. Evil corporation hides things happens and every time there's an evil corporation they always got to hide stuff and they can't tell you that if you keep going back and forth in this thing that if you make a copy of a copy of a copy that it'll eventually break down and your bones will just disintegrate yeah. so
3: that's a that's a which old... wouldn't work by the way once your your veins you know kind of get disjointed i think you would die pretty quickly
0: yeah you would bleed into your body and die and that is part of
3: Crichton's book too so that, i mean they did take that from Crichton's yeah. book i got to
0: so I wrote, the, I wrote, to the him. idiot takes a grenade and blows the thing up on the way back. Now, that, it's not the best way to word the trope, but there's, that, that's there somewhere. You know what I'm saying? It's. You,
2: you had know. one rule and you didn't do that. Don't take yeah. anything, you know, don't take any modern yeah. weapons. and like, Yeah, don't feed the gremlin after midnight.
1: It's. Yeah. Where, yeah, where can, did he hide it? I don't know. Those, those things, those, that, those clothing didn't necessarily have pockets. I don't
0: know. It is. Well, it, it I
1: don't know. It just. Couldn't they have hid Kevlar
3: or something under their you're, their outfits? Or, I mean, it's just a sword. It's not like they're getting shot at. It, it, it seems like they were killed really easy.
0: My well, here's multiple issues with that. Yeah, give them some kind of you know armor to protect from arrows and things like that. We had that in two thousand three. So yeah. you're right. I mean, other unless they are captured, which is I guess the fear that they're captured and they find this thing. Then you put someone it saves someone's life somehow. They obviously can't material. You can't make that. Um, yeah, that so they can reproduce it. You know, it's like that concept that if you take something back into the back to the past, you change the the world. If I took a remote control back to the fifteen hundreds, it means nothing to them. Yeah, because you know, it's just a relic. Heck, that, you know, bring so. you know,
3: wear crazy outfits bring guns, shoot everybody down that looks like they're about to kill you, <laughs> you know, and and go get the guy, come back, all of a sudden, you know, it's an alien abduction story.
0: Right. You know, it's it's not... Uh, I don't know. I, I guess I don't <laughs> that buy movie That movie sounds awesome. Let's do that movie. <laughs> so
2: I'm thinking about this movie now. That movie lasts 15 minutes. 11 <laughs> minutes or them murdering everyone.
0: <laughs> and I, I like this movie because then all the, the stuff that they're digging up... Is like spent ammo casings, and yeah, um, uh, and they keep talking about these alien visit or these these future people who bring who spit fire and metal and things like that. Yeah. I like this idea. This is really great. Um, <laughs> Which totally, you know, again, I I think it, something like that would be
3: fun because it totally spits in the face of the time travel. You know, how you have to be so careful. You have to do this and that. Well, right. To hell with it. You well, know? yeah,
0: they screwed it up anyway. So, Yeah, in every
3: time travel movie, the time okay, travel wait a minute. It screwed or did up. they? I just or realized we, they?
0: they screwed themselves up, and I just realized it. Chad, did you
1: just come to the same conclusion I did? Well, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. Maybe that was. Uh, that goes back to that theory of a fixed timeline, where they actually had to go back in time to set all of this up. But at the same time, that kind of also buys into one of the second theories. Which is like the multi, the multiverse
2: universe, yeah, yeah.
1: Where if you go back in time and you change history, you have created a separate timeline that you can like. So I mean, it's it's a separate a separate series of events. <laughs> oh, who yeah, has you, read you the
0: talk- book, Sean? Have you read the book? No, I no I haven't. And Chad, have I, you read the
1: book? Is, I own the book. He owns the book. Own yeah, the book.
0: Corny, <laughs> he's, I guess that... he's one step ahead of me.
3: In oh, the book, no. that that's what the time travel is about. Is about. You know an infinity an infinite amount of parallel universes are happening, and what it is is on we've created a sender, and somewhere in some universe somebody has created the receiver, and somewhere in some infinite universe they have created the path between the two yeah. and that's how Crichton was able to get these things back and forth, but and and this might have been a little this might've been one of the problems with the Crichton uh, book as well. You know, there were these little clues left, you know, by the people in the past to try to, you know, get help. Um, and that obviously wouldn't happen in a parallel universe. Does that make sense?
0: Yes. Okay. I have to say this before I forget. The movie screwed themselves up. and I thought this is where (laughs) you're going, Chad. And it just hit me. You know, lightning just struck my brain. The whole Think about to the beginning of the movie when Gerard Butler is mon- is telling the story of what he's telling the story of how the English held the fort, they took that woman up, they killed her, they hung her from the, battle and wins, hung her the side. Yep. and then the French won the day. This is after they, they find. Were this is after they have found the sarcophagus of the two people holding hands with his ear cut off and the inscription. <laughs> we are led to believe that. They had already gone back in time and had done these events, so their story is wrong. So history, yeah. as they know it, hasn't changed. Was wrong is wrong. So either a the story has changed and they don't know it; they're just reading wrong, or b. Narc herder. I mean, the, 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 yeah. oh dude! I know. I just got to go rooster. Oh. I got to go rooster tail that. At, uh, yeah. Anyway, they did, and I just I, I just realized It's just so <laughs> funny. They they screwed themselves up so.
1: Yeah. Maybe that's just an inconsistency thing.
0: No, I think
2: it's well, lazy you
3: writing. Know, it, that's, it, I mean, it's it, pretty pretty lazy right writing. Job. Basically, it would have been right if they found, if they, A, they didn't find the, the, the grave, but B, the grave didn't pop up until they were back.
1: Well, no, well, they said, um, what's his face? Uh, Gerard Butler, you know, they were, when they were getting ready to execute her, Gerard Butler says, you know, this, I know that this is. This, he figures out that that's who it, who the who the chick is, and then he says, "You know, this this is history coming." And, and he says, "Well, history's going to change." And then he ends up going and saving her. Yeah. But so maybe there was something. Uh, may, I, I don't. I really don't know where I'm going with this. But maybe <laughs> the, maybe the story is that maybe they were supposed to be inspired but there was something else or maybe Sean just right. And they just really screwed up and somewhere yeah. in the telling of the story. it's yeah. just bad writing.
0: Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, um, can uh convenient distraction, no trope, you know, the trope where the bad guy is about to hack you in half and then something happens or a villager comes in and shoots a guy with an arrow or just, <laughs> just the convenient distraction. There's, there's a lot of that in this movie. There's just these
2: convenient
0: time things and that happens, oh, yeah. whatever. Like the tunnel
2: itself, and you know, like, oh no, we, you, we we got to the end of the tunnel, we can't get through, and then the Frenchman shows up, you're English, this is a trap, and then, oh wait, it's not a trap, you guys are awesome. And I'm going to kiss you
1: both, yeah. So, everything is awesome.
2: Everything is cool, <laughs> and you're part of a team in time, yeah. So, no. so here's my issue, another issue
0: with the movie, again, this, this movie has lots of issues. So they knew they were going back to France, so they're like, hey, we should take a French dude with us, because he speaks French. And we all don't. Yeah. But they knew before they left that they were going into the hundred years war where England has invaded France. They knew they didn't figure out till the day of, but why didn't they know before (laughs) they left the exact moment in time when they were going? Shouldn't they have known that they were going to the place where, you know what I'm saying? Like, should not they have known this stuff? Why would you take the Frenchman
1: with you? Why would you allow the Frenchman to speak? Right. Just say he's yeah, mute. Yeah, just
0: he's a mute. Yeah, he's mute. Yeah. And then and then you and then when he dies, you kinda just like well, it was really? your own your own fault. you your friends are telling <laughs> you not to say anything. And if the guy says, I'm a spy out loud, then of course he's gonna stab you with a big sword.
2: But you so, made him say it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it was it was kinda cold hearted of that guy and you you know, you gotta give him credit for being quote unquote clever, I guess. But uh, it's kind of lame. Yeah. Well, this whole movie is lame.
2: Yeah. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. It's right. kind of one of those It
0: really is that, yeah. <laughs> um, well, so uh, so good thing uh Gerard Butler had was spent practicing his sword play in archery. You know, I mean he did I mean Gerard Butler again, he's the only one that affects things. He kills that guard with a bow and arrow. Pretty he he tells him to Hey! Shh. And then the guy screams, and he shoots him with an arrow. And, and then that, that, okay, that's another one of my problems with these types of movies: the immediate kill,
4: uh-huh.
3: the absolute immediate kill that you get when when you uh, when you when you shoot somebody with an arrow. And then they do this a lot, of course, with, with cop movies and, and even you know army movies, things like that. It's, it's rare that somebody just falls down dead, right? Especially I would think with an arrow.
0: Especially one of those Unless old you... arrows that aren't yeah, really yeah, that huh? sharp. Um, I, I, so, I mean, that point reminds me of uh, not too long ago. I, I was bored, so I decided to rewatch The Fifth Element, and uh, that movie was set in the '90s at a time when all of our action flicks one punch takes the bad guy out.
4: Yeah, <laughs> and it's just the
0: way it is. Like Resident Evil, she kicks the thing one time and they go down. Or that movie, uh, that or. These movies, all, all in the 90s, they did this thing until The Matrix came along. Yep. And they said, oh, the heroes and the bad guys can take lots of punches.
3: And, and they can do it very stylized.
0: Right. And, and I think Jackie Chan movies kind of changed that a little bit, too. Where it takes, not only do I got to punch you like seven times, but then I got to hit you with a ladder before you fall down. Because <laughs> um, like even, um, now they do that again in the new Captain America movie. But I buy it completely because he's so much stronger than you. That yeah. one punch from him is going to break your arm. So I'm, I'm okay with that. Anyway, but you're right, Sam. The the one shot, one kill. Uh, and it's pretty funny how some movies do this and some movies don't. Go back and watch Gladiator or... Um, what's the other one I was thinking of? Braveheart. It yeah. takes a long time for those people to die with those bows and arrows and things like that. You I mean, they're... Hmm they're screaming in pain and they got arrows in the leg. And like, I mean, that one dude in the movie took like three before he, you know, and he, so you're right. Um, if the script needs you to die quickly, then you do. That's just the way it is. <laughs> Plot armor, I think is the term. Uh, I, when that uh, big English guy was breaking down the door and then he poked his face in, I kind of expected him to go here. Here's Johnny. Oh yeah.
3: man. I wrote that down too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, see, there's a, there was, there would have, even if he would have said something different, there was comedic, a comedic moment in this moment of peril, but there would have been a pretty moment for him to, to kind of poke his head in and say something,
2: something. Maybe even a, in a British accent, here's John.
0: Yeah. or, 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 I don't know, just anything, anything, but he was, but he, didn't he, like, did he not show up anymore in the movie? Like, he went downstairs, and they're like, we never saw that dude again or something. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember
2: what, how... He yells for the guards, and I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, there were right.
0: so many bad guys in
3: English armor that it's...
2: Yeah, they
0: all kind of run together.
3: and that
2: yeah. was
0: And that's, yeah. eventually I'm going to get to the point of your nickname, Sam, is that this movie had so many bad guys. Yeah. Um, it was just ridiculous. So we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Hey, look, it's the Frenchman from The Matrix. Um... <laughs> Uh, If you keep, yeah, so we talked about this earlier. If you keep forcing the relationship, then it'll stick. So at the beginning of the movie, his dad says, dude, she's not into you. All right, leave her alone. (laughs) And then he goes and he harasses her. She tells him to his face, I'm not interested. Leave me the F alone. Okay. So then later on in the movie, when he's all concerned for dad, he just starts putting his arm around her. And she just kind of looks at it like, what the heck is this? He's got his arm around me. This is Creepy. And then now they're in peril and she's freaking giving him the goodbye kiss, which is a trope. And then now they have like, they have a real relationship. Just like what? No, that's not how real life works. If you don't <laughs> like him before you're in peril, you're still not going to like him. You might appreciate that he's doing things to help you live. And that might eventually cause some type of affection. Or maybe it's just because you're horny. Cause you're glad to be alive. You know, the, um, <laughs> The uh what Barney calls it in How I Met Your Mother. The uh the, oh, what is it when they when they say that the the world is going to end or something tomorrow, and they call it the uh, survivor Apocalypse. sex or oh yeah, they call yeah. it something like that. It's like that same thing, you know, like in speed. You know, the only the whole basis of their relationship is because he you know he saved her, and she literally says, "We'll just base our relationship on sex." Then it's that same concept. I just the, their relationship had no meaning to me. It it was dumb and it was forced on us and it was forced on her. Literally it was forced on her. And I never thought it was genuine. So whatever, just more bad to this movie. Um, good thing. She was digging in the place where they needed to go again. That was that it's just a plot device where she of course knows where the thing is and whatever Uh weird rooting for the French. I move. I know this movie came after gladiator, but gladiator gladiator looked way cooler. Going back to my point earlier in the movie or in the, in the, the cast saying that, this movie kind of doesn't look really good. I mean, the opening <laughs> scene of Gladiator, again, Gladiator was a pretty big budget compared to this. I don't, I don't know how how much bigger. Uh, if someone wants to find out they can, I don't really care. But the opening scene to Gladiator made this whole movie look like ass. Yeah, yeah. You know, and again, that movie well, was and, Oscar. Well,
3: Gladiator was a grittier tone, though. This was more of a glamorized medieval time. <laughs>
0: oh, goodness.
1: Chad, you okay? Um, I am sorry about that. That's I good. missed the mute
2: button. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you got it. Uh, and everything's all over.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, well, we're glad you're
0: okay. Um, angry acting. You, ever, you know, you're You know, when they're yelling at each other, the, the Lupin and What's-His-Face are yelling at each other. I, I like that in movies when they just yell at each other. Um, then they have the big boom, like in Lord of the Rings. I thought it was strange. So at the end of the movie, towards the end of the movie, the big battle scene. And the French guy does the... Um, the cold mountain bit crawls underneath the the wall, they blow up the thing, and they come out the other side that 's literally a bit from the Civil War, like that literally happened in the Civil War called in the Cold Mountain. They made a movie about it with a love story too anyway a better they, book They come out and they have crossbows, which we're all, all we know that the French use crossbows for you know they, they did and the british use they 're french they 're French they do weird things, so the sister is up on the the parapet or whatever it 's called. And they got the two guards next to her, feet away from her. And the distance is, let's just say it's, what, a hundred feet? 30 yards. Yeah. Maybe 40 yards, but we'll say 30. A crossbow's effective range is about, I mean, to be accurate, is maybe what? Maybe 30 yards? I mean, maybe. Well, this
3: is, this is that trope that heroes can't miss.
0: I mean, he just says, hey, my Shoot sister. Him. And these yeah. guys just start launching arrows. Or bolts. They're technically called bolts. They're not arrows. I know. Calm down, people. They're called Whoa. bolts. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> there might be some hunters or people that listen to the show. And my, my father-in-law is a hunter. He uses uh, a bow and arrow and a crossbow. I know. Anyway. Yeah.
3: You know, something tells me if these guys were in peril, they could have run to the woods and, and hunted
0: on their own. Right. I just... Anyway. Yeah. So, well, yeah, well, Gerard Butler was freaking awesome, and he didn't mind killing a yeah. person. So, yeah,
2: I mean. Oh, speaking of which, that, his uh, killing really got out of hand. Like, you know, he kills the first guy, and he's like, oh, no, I killed a person. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he got bloodlust. He was like, ooh, more people to kill. And I, it was just one of those, you, you were an archaeologist not too long ago. Now you're murdering people just because you can.
0: He, he's, he'd seen too many Indiana Jones movies. <laughs> exactly. He's like, Indiana so, Jones is killing people. Why can't I? So Indiana Jones just uses, you know, tanks and whips and, you know, guns. I'm just going to use a bow and arrow and a sword. Um, I thought it was weird. Let's see. People keep keep telling people to be careful and it never matters. Did you (laughs) notice that? People are saying be careful to each other all the time and they're constantly in peril. You know, she's climbing out the roof. Be careful. She falls off the roof. Be careful! Mm-hmm. They're going down the tunnel. Be careful! They're going- By the way, that's the
3: worst constructed roof I've ever seen. <laughs> I know, right? I was you thinking, how was right that roof. place dried in? Right. With as easy it is to to reach out and grab somebody through the through the thatch. Oh, well. So but I uh, yeah.
0: Anyway. Uh, it mattered to the plot mm-hmm. of the story that she do that and that she can hang like freaking Spider-Man off that two-story roof and no one could look up and see her. <laughs> that's, the, that's that convenience, uh, that, that sight convenience thing. Uh, and my last note was Paul Walker is wearing an Ireland shirt. I thought his dad was from Scotland, so I thought that was weird. Um, <laughs> why is he wearing an Ireland shirt? I just that, It made zero sense to me. I don't know. Maybe he just woke up one day on set and was like, hey, I'm going to wear this. That doesn't make any sense, Mister Walker. Well, I don't care. I didn't bring any other clothes, <laughs> dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, man, time travel paradox. Uh, we talked about that. The guy at a time. Bad guy gets what's coming to him. So Lupin is kind of. So I'm gonna, let's talk about the too many bad guys for just a second. Let's count. Let's play a game. Let's count how many bad guys in this show. You had the evil CEO guy, which was Lupin, yep. uh, David Tools. You had. I don't know. Would you count Neil? Ma- yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Would you count Dicker. Neil McDonough as a bad guy? Because he's just a soldier doing what he's supposed to do, even though it's it's supposed to be an evil act. Do we count him as a bad yeah, guy or no? You got to count him as a bad mm-hmm. guy because he
2: was actually going to go try to kill that one guy. I
0: mean, for all intents and purposes, he was the um, the first henchman. You know, he's the number one, the sub boss. Okay. If this, if this was an RPG, he's the sub boss. Um. So I don't know. He's he's I don't know. He's just kind of caught up in the wrong time. We'll say no. He's not a bad guy. So you got David Duels.
2: You oh. got not.
0: No, you want to count him as a bad
2: guy? I'd I, I have to count him as a bad guy. He was sent there to do evil things, and he was going to leave them there. That's true. Like you know,
0: he's kind of a douche. All right, so he's a bad guy. <laughs> um, you got dude? What was uh Decker? Dakar, Dakar, Dakar. Who was a bad guy in everything else he's ever been in? Um, like that Triple X movie and some other crap. So he's a bad guy. You've got the the prince, well, not the prince, the Lord British Von Douchebag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a bad guy.
2: Of the Southampton douchebags. Oh, the of Southampton.
3: The... <laughs> nice. That is a strong family line.
0: It is. Very very proud heritage of the douchebags. <laughs> or is it, is it douchebag? Douche Deschall. It's a long A. Uh, blog. Blog. Yeah, a little <laughs> thing over top. Um <laughs> you have Would you count the two Marines as bad guys because they're idiots? No, no. Okay. They, didn't no know they, they weren't didn't.
3: alive enough. Well, let's enough go, I, the, we, I
0: skipped over that somehow. How about this? Instead of taking a grenade, which does you zero good. I mean, think about that. At at what point are you thinking, hmm? I've been captured. I better throw a grenade and kill. What? If you're going to be that guy and take something back, take a gun, you know? And then you are the most feared person ever. Yeah. Exactly. Because you're standing here and you make that guy die and they don't know how you did it except you. Yeah, ate he's got a thing. magic,
3: magic stick. Right. this stick. is my so, boomstick.
0: Oh, you beat me to it. Hey, I'm going to quote that movie. You, this is my boomstick. I am a, the other guy. Says he's a magistrate or the magister. He's a magician. He can create Greek fire. I can create an explosion and kill that guy over there, even while yeah. wearing armor, because you know that lead bullet's going through that plate, probably. So, anyway, back to my point. So you've got so so not the Marines. So we're at four people. Um, who else did I have? It seemed like there was just so many bad guys in this movie. You had
2: like the uh, the one bald uh, Englishman who was. Uh... Who died, I mean I guess but, you can basically yeah. just say all of the British dudes were evil. I and mean, it's yeah. a
0: whole army. I mean it's not their fault that the whole army is evil. <laughs> but again it was weird rooting against the English. Um I don't know. just for some reason it seemed like everyone in this movie was a bad guy for some reason. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Doesn't matter. A lot of bad guys. Trivia. Actually I have a game. Uh oh. You know, last week or two weeks ago I had my uh, Marvel superhero game. This one's only got three names, so it's not nearly as impressive but it popped out to me painfully obvious to me. Uh, have you guys, any of you guys seen the movie kingdom of heaven?
2: Yeah, I remember. I think I've seen it.
0: Chad.
1: Chad. Did, did you click your mute button? To see <laughs> Still I listen? did click my mute button. i been
4: sitting <laughs> here.
1: Like, why does one listen to me?
0: You, you're starting to feel like your students is like, we weren't listening to you. Yes. Oh, I'm yes. sorry,
1: Chad. <laughs> All right. Well, sorry, I'm a little under the weather.
0: That's okay. We, I, I think, a couple of us are. Um, uh, have you seen Kingdom of Heaven? I have not. It's a good movie. It's uh, it's one of the. I can't remember. if It's Ridley or Tony Scott. It's got um. Oh name? yes, I have seen it. Orlando Bloom in it and. It, the director's cut is actually way better than the theatrical. Yeah, I cut. need to see the director's
3: cut. I have I it on Blu-ray. It. It's it's
0: really really. I might good. need to borrow that from it's you. It's a long ass up. movie, but it's really good. Sure. Anyway, there were three characters in this movie, who were in that movie. <laughs> I just thought it was weird. Um, can you so Sam, if you've seen it? So can yeah. you can you guess the three?
3: See Orlando Bloom. Um,
0: no, Lena Headley. What um, are you just naming people?
3: Yeah, I, I really
0: I you I'm horrible with
3: actor names. Okay,
0: she wasn't that. even in that movie anyway. So <laughs> Alright. From this well, movie and in, in that movie. That's the point of this game is who's in this movie that was also in that movie? <laughs> Just gonna name the Game of Thrones cast and hope I get lucky.
2: <laughs> Corny,
0: did you have a, a legitimate guess?
2: I, I I don't actually, and I've already gone to uh, Kingdom of Heaven to, to look, so I'm out of this game. All
0: right, David Dules was in it. He played a paladin. Okay, He was the guy who was the CEO in this movie. The healer, here. yeah. Yeah. He, uh, you have Michael Sheen, who was the Lord Mc, McDouchebag of the, McDouche, the McDouchebaggeries, Um
1: Minus three charisma.
0: Price. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he played a priest. Weird. He played a priest. In uh, Kingdom of Heaven. He's the guy that. that us um, stop fortitude. Forces uh, Orlando Bloom to go on his quest. <laughs> okay. And then Martin Koskas. Koskas, Zogus, maybe? Zogkas? Zogkas? Yeah. He's, the, uh, he's the, the other McDouchebag. Decar. He's that guy. He's the, <laughs> he plays the kind of the head bad guy in, in that movie, um, which is also a movie with a lot of bad guys. Anyway, that's a, that's a way better movie than this movie. Seriously, yes. go watch Kingdom of Heaven, the director's cut, the theatrical. The story cuts, is at least more interesting. Yeah, and the theatrical cut's a little. Some stuff doesn't make sense. The director's cut makes things way make way things.
1: Things makes, make way more sense. Thank you, Chad. Yep. Anytime. To too, many, too
0: many root beers tonight, there, bro. I know. See, This is what happens when Chad is unmuted. He can actually add to the show. <laughs> well, all right. Um. So some trivia. We talked about some. I only wrote two pieces of trivia down because there, was, I mean, there wasn't much... No, the movie wasn't
3: worth any, anybody's um, time to find trivia.
0: Pierce Brosnan turned down the role for Merrick before Gerard Butler eventually signed on. What a great move on Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> mm-hmm. First of all, this movie was terrible and kind of above you, but second of all, I think Gerard Butler would have done better anyway because I don't know if I could see Pierce Brosnan wielding a sword.
2: No. But you wouldn't. He'd be having, uh, you know, secret spy gadgets and going around right. with all the women. Nice. <laughs> Sup, Winch. That's right.
0: Here's my exploding. <laughs> Science, Winch. Here's my exploding pen. <laughs> I like that. Um, oh, and I mentioned this earlier. Director Richard Donner had previously been one of the four directors bidding to direct the film Jurassic Park. Yep. But Crichton chose Spielberg. So, well, good choice. Good job, Michael Crichton, uh, once again. So, there you go. So, that's, that's our movie. That's it, that, right? That's um, Timeline uh, 2003's Timeline. So we're gonna do the out of ten, and oh wait, I did have one little thing I wanted to play for you real quick. I just I thought it was funny. I captured this moment, and it, this is the trope. This explains. This explains. This was one like four second clip or whatever it is, eight second clip. Kind of explains two tropes. The trope of
1: it explained this moment in time.
0: Well, thank you, Chad. It explained the trope of that Gerard <laughs> Butler is the man out of time. He's in love with whatever, the, the, the other thing that he's not a part of until he's a part of it. And the dumb American um, trope that is Paul Walker. And here you go.
2: I vo- That's not vo- it. That sounds
1: familiar, but not it.
2: Oh, no, we've gone back in time. We're starting this podcast over.
1: <laughs> I know we are.
0: Not again. Wait, oh, crap. Nerf herder. We'll to...
3: We've got
0: ourselves... A uh, are you just going through them now? Yes,
4: <laughs>
0: I can't A find it.
4: Student,
0: oh my gosh, that's Catherine, stop! When
4: they go
0: fun, fun with soundboard. Um, so go through your top tens real quick while I find my audio clip. My top tens. The, no, sorry, Out of your top, top ten, how, how would you do? <laughs> no, not top three. Out of ten, what would you out give of your ten? I didn't out of ten, of any, I didn't think. I of give
1: any, this. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm hijacking this podcast, please. Out of ten, I give this probably a four and a half.
3: Four and a half. Okay. I'm four and a half. What, Chad? What? Four and a half. What? Yeah, that's part of the. I'm bet. giving
1: four and a half arrows to the chest. There you
3: go. Okay, four and a half. So below a little bit below average.
1: A little below average. Okay.
3: What made it that way for you?
1: Um, I just wasn't impressed with the whole movie.
0: Everything,
1: yeah. Sam. Just everything.
2: Well, I
0: I, I. I agree, completely
2: agree with you. You don't you don't have to keep stalling for time. Uh, corny? Alright, uh I'm gonna go with um Oh well, let's see.
1: This out of ten is brought to you by Mirrors, <laughs> showing you what you don't want to see since eighteen forty five. Nice mirrors.
2: Uh I'll give it uh six uh John Cleese replacements out of <laughs> uh out of ten. Okay. No, and no, I'll do that because it did it did uh, capture my interest, but it was very yeah. very, yeah, just
0: so you okay.
2: Only because it was so fast paced, and you were just
3: curious as to what happened.
0: <laughs> Corny, yeah, I, I guess had, you just had to know. you like those peril movies where everybody's about to die at any second, right?
3: Oh, absolutely. Okay, yeah, kind of like you know the core, you know, where they're drilling to the core of the earth, and you know.
0: <laughs> that's another really terrible movie. I think they came out the same year.
2: It might have. I think it was
0: two thousand three.
2: <laughs> well this uh, awesome. had Aaron Eckert in it?
0: Yeah. Yes, or, yes uh, it did. And Million Dollar Baby too. and um yeah. And the really
3: skinny kid from uh the skinny kid movies. And the guy
0: the guy that has the best line of all of Congo, Delroy Lindo, anyway. <laughs> he has the best line and I can't wait for us to do that movie so I can capture that one line and play it forever. <laughs> so, so you said six, Corny?
2: Six, yeah, I, I, I give it a 6. I can't give it higher than that, but uh just yeah. because it was so poorly done, Yeah. yeah in terms I, of story.
0: I don't blame you. Uh Sam?
3: Uh I would uh I would probably go a little closer to chat here and do do four awkward floating ladies in a bucket out of 10.
0: Floating <laughs>
2: ladies <laughs> in a bucket? Where did you get that bucket from? Uh, Yeah, yeah, it was a perfect little bucket. Oh, that thing. I was like, what are you talking about?
0: That's so weird. Yeah, he just... I hope they're not needing that giant bucket to smash their grapes with. I'm going to stick a girl inside of it. Yeah, and then have a really
3: bad conversation that could have been kind of funny, but it wasn't. Yeah,
0: I think that was their attempt at humor. I think so, too. You know, oh, we're speaking the same language, but we can't understand each other. Oh, my God. You know, that stuff. That was that, anyway. Um, so so you said what's Sam four?
3: Uh, four? four. Yeah,
0: yeah. I would probably give it. Um. Yeah, four and a half. Yeah, four and a half. Uh, trebuchets to the face. I'm just going to steal jazz because I couldn't think of anything better to say. Oh, dude. Uh, okay, I, I, better something better. Um. Yeah. How about ears? Chopped off ears.
3: Chopped off of ears. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, I would give it four and a half decars out of or, ten. Or it,
3: since this is in honor of
0: Paul Walker, how about Paul Walker surfboards? Okay, yeah. Four out of five Paul Walker's awkward Ireland t-shirt. <laughs> there you go. Out of ten. I just didn't think this was fun. I didn't have a good time with it. I watched it with my wife. She was bored and kept asking me questions like, why are we watching this?
2: <laughs> and, I said, to stop.
0: and I said, once again, Sam... <laughs> So the next time Sam calls me up and says, hey, let's go watch a movie, she's going to yeah. say no. <laughs> um, so 4.5. 5. I didn't like awesome. it. I didn't have a good time. Gerard Butler was the best part. Truth yeah. be told, take, make this movie hard R and let him be King Leonidas. And yeah. just let him and go just nuts. Start.
3: <laughs> and, and, and send machine guns.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too.
2: Give, give him, give him two, you know, two Tommy guns and let him go back and Tommy just – Shoot everyone yes, and do the movie that Sam wanted.
0: Let, yes. yes. Not only are we going to take guns back, but we're going to take guns popular from the 1930s. <laughs> hey, you, you got time th- travel? Th-
2: thank, thank you, Corny. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get my
0: Tommy gun, she, and he's going to go sleep with the fishies, she. All right. Top three movies. We I we just said we did time travel movies, and I threw it out on Facebook. I wanted your opinions. Your you the listener. Uh, opinion on on such um, things so i'm stalling as i get to our website our facebook page we had of course billy i'm pretty sure billy said something he did because he usually does billy uh said something back to the future three back to the future two back to the future one Honorable mention, hot tub time machine in a sarcastic tone, of course. <laughs> Thank you, Billy, for being completely unoriginal. Um, Alan says, he said five, Back to the Future Trilogy, the Harry Potter and the Prisoner oh. of Azkaban, which was one that I, I later said that, oh, I can't believe I didn't put it on here, but didn't. But yeah. they didn't, again, they, they had issues with that. Frequency. Uh, I don't really consider that a time travel movie because no one... Frequency? I
3: don't think I've... What is Frequency?
0: Uh, Frequency is when Jim Caviezel talks to his dad, uh, Dennis Quaid, over ham radio 40 years in the past and actually affects the future because of it. Uh, Groundhog Day and then Terminator 1 and 2. Apparently 3 and 4 are not good for him. So there you go. Okay. Mm. Uh, Oh, we have another comment. I missed one. Um. Cheap seat reviews. Does rubber count as time travel since it felt like it took years to finish? Sam, did you write that? <laughs> yeah, <Yes>. I did. <laughs> That's I did. nice. <laughs> I didn't see that. That's great. That made me happy. Well, good job, Sam. <laughs> You're smart ass. No, rubber does not count because it was a terrible no, film. Shoot. And Dang I don't, it. why does that movie keep getting brought up? Because it was because it's so, so terrible. Terrible. bad.
3: Yeah, it's so terrible. But it's not like it was like, so it, it makes it was me. Bad. It makes me sad because I did give it a two, but the distance between the rubber two and the timeline four is like oceans apart to right.
0: me. Yeah, well, anyway. anyway. Uh, so so our top three movies. Chad, go.
1: Uh, I wrote these down because I knew that I would forget them. Uh, top three uh, movies that feature going back in time, going um, back
3: in time,
1: <laughs> or forward in time, or just time in in general. Yep. Uh, uh, given Doctor Who aside, because I don't really think that. Even though there it, there are some,
0: there are movies, there, there are, are horror,
1: movies that feature the Doctor, or but
0: two hour episodes. But yeah,
1: yeah, but we'll take those out of consideration for right now. They can now.
0: be your honorable mention.
1: Yeah, you well, I'm honorably series. mentioning those. Cool. There. Done done uh back to the future yep the first yep. one okay just the first one just the first one okay um i did not much care for the second one and the third one was just silly
0: <laughs> i actually like the third one the best i, <laughs> I like the western and they push in the train and all that stuff okay i thought it was it was yeah it, you're right it was silly he had a freaking huge machine to make one ice cube and it was very kind of steampunk, and I, I just...
3: Yeah, but he had a
0: huge freaking
3: machine to make toast in the first one. Uh,
0: what? He did? The the opening credits. It wasn't to make toast. It was to open dog dog food. Well, the dog food. Or, well, yeah. It was to start your day, because it cooked everything. It cooked breakfast, gave the dog food, everything. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> the ridiculous part was that giant speaker, which I don't think can exist. I don't know if there is a... Driver on the planet that is powerful enough to move air through that giant speaker, but it was damn funny.
1: Uh, Chad? Um, yeah, I'm you know, sorry. Coming Chad. in at uh, number two mm-hmm. would be Army of Darkness. Ah,
0: oh, you stole my honorable mention. Ah, uh.
1: uh, yes. Yes, I did. And Terminator.
0: And Terminator. Okay. The first one or the trilogy or the series? Um,
1: you know, the time travel thing in Terminator never really got to. The, the, I, I, I was one of those that I had to, I, I couldn't really wrap my brain around because it ended up being John Connor wasn't necessarily born until this guy came back from the future to do it. And then and it just, it, I don't know, but Here, here's, but my, I'm going to, I'm, yeah. I'm going to have to go with just the first one. Okay. Just the first one. Because I, I that was one's the one that made the most sense to me.
0: Sure. Oh, no, I, you're, if you take those movies, I, Terminator 2 is a great film. I think it's really mm-hmm. good. James Cameron is really good at taking an idea and then making it better. Right. Um, I, but I still think that the, there's this strange concept that they keep sending these Terminators back um, and then coincidentally they the heroes send a Terminator back at the same time. Wouldn't the machines get smart and send like six to one time? <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. like instead of sending the T-1000 to the 1993 Why can't you send that one back with the Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator to fight against John Connor? Then he's totally screwed. And then send the lady one back at the same time, too. The lady. You know, send uh, Blood Rain back to that. I think that's what she is. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Send, like, those three back. Then they're totally screwed. Whatever. Anyway. Which, you're right. Uh, Corny.
2: All right. They're still funny. Uh, I'm, I'm still here. Kind of. What? All right. So um oh, okay. my, my three are uh you guys hear me? Yeah we hear you. Yeah.
1: Okay. Corny are you there?
2: Oh no. Okay. So my top three are uh Groundhall Day.
0: Okay.
2: Yes, okay. Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. I knew it. <laughs> and uh Army of Darkness. There it is. Yeah.
0: In in three lists, three of the four so far, Army of Darkness. I doubt Sam would will mention it, though, because no. he no. has no soul. Sam?
3: Um, well, I've got to first say uh, Jurassic Park. What? Stop it. Because, <laughs> no. Think about it. They brought d- no. the DNA of the dog no. 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 back to life. No. So no. No. Times, no. 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 No, tag no. 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 In the making. That doesn't so,
0: mean that they went sixty five million years into the past, picked up a dinosaur egg, and brought it sixty five million years back into the That future. travel
3: involved drilling into the you're, uh to the mosquito.
0: No. <laughs> that was <laughs> you're, that just, you're just you're just being stupid TV. at this point.
3: <laughs> my uh, my number three, uh, Terminator one and two. Didn't like three for the T V show.
0: Um oh, the T V show wasn't
3: bad. It's Summer Glow. That's
0: yeah, it and, and Chick Didn't. from Game of Thrones. Didn't
3: like it. Um, and my number two is Groundhog Day. It's a much overlooked film, I think, but i saw. I don't, I don't know. I, I, think,
0: it. I think a lot of people like that film. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's I and
3: mind. I like every single one, two, even two and three of Back to the Future.
2: Love it. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it. That was an honorable mention for me. I just assumed we would all say it. Yeah. yeah. Love me some Back to the Future. Some BTTF.
0: Right. Well, my, mine, of course, is almost everyone's except for from, from one you guys are going to of course roll your eyes i don't care army of darkness is honorable mention back to the future is the trilogy i, I don't think two is as good but i really like three because it's fun and and silly and whatever um terminator two i wrote the second one um because it's i think it's the best film though i really do like the one with um christian bale and it's just a kind of i just like the look and feel of it i know it's whatever. it's grittier it is, and, and Christian Bale gets to yell at people, and I like that. I don't know why. Uh, but my number one, and again, you're going to roll your ass, I don't care because it's one of yeah. my favorite movies of all time, is Star Trek First Contact. Mm. I, I like the idea of, of people going back. Wait, is back that the and... one with the whales? No, that's Star no, Trek No,
3: <laughs> That dog creature would would you know ride shotgun in that one, I think.
0: What? Now you're just being a dumbass and making fun of Star Wars and Star Trek because you like both of those franchises. So Star Trek: First yeah. Contact, they go back in time to save humanity. I mean, that's what it is. The Borg go with back with whales. Time. No,
3: with whales. I'm done I already talking. Made a joke. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm dead. I've serious, already made what? that joke. I know, but didn't they?
0: They um, went back. Which one is th- it? They
3: went for the whales.
0: Oh my God! Star Trek Four. Four. The the where they have to go back in time to 1985 to get humpback whales to go back into the future because for some reason some probe came to Earth to talk to them we don't know why that's just the way the movie is they wanted they needed to create a reason to go back into 1985 and do shots of them in the street in their uniform and that's the reason they came up with it's a silly movie movie with
2: uh, Spot (laughs) cursing a lot which is awesome yeah he does he
0: he says damn it and hell and. And, 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 and stuff like it's that. It's a but silly just, place. It is. A, it is. A, it's a silly movie. And um, it's a silly movie. It is. Anyway, no, but mine. And of course, you can also even say Star Trek 09 because they go back in time in that one too. Hey, yeah, that's true. But I did first contact because I think of, of the time travelness itself. I think it it does it. I guess the best. I don't know. I just and I like that movie a lot. It's it's the best of the Next Generation four, by far. Uh, and it was Jonathan Franks' best directorial ever. Good. I'm done. Uh, I finally found that clip, so here you go. It's, it's the past is where it's at. No, I mean, you know, people then, they cared about each other. They, you know, they Men had honor, you know?
2: No, no, no. You see, you know what that is to me? What? It's just more of that romantic warrior crap. See? <laughs> My point.
0: Paul Whoa. Walker is a douchebag, and Gerard Butler is a romantic. So, mm. anyway. This um, is
2: Scott from Scotts <laughs> <Yeah, I mean, laughs> All I could think Sorry, of was... a stupid commercial.
0: Yeah, I was saying the same thing, Sam. It was, um, yeah. it was um, Stoic the Vast from, yeah. from Head of Trainer Dragon. All right, <laughs> so God. what are we watching?
2: We are watching...
0: Um, Chad, you watch anything? I mean, you just went to Florida, so you probably oh, didn't wait, watch wait, anything. Wait,
1: wait. Um, <laughs> um, I have watched... Since in this past week, I haven't even gotten caught up in my Game of Thrones yet. That's how that's how Ooh. far behind I am right now.
4: Oh,
0: okay, Corny, you watch I you am, watch a uh, hundred things. So,
2: I am watching uh, the Boondocks, not Boondocks Saints, but the Boondocks. It's mm-hmm. a, a terrible, terrible show uh, for anyone who's it's not the
0: animated been. version, isn't it? Yeah, Sam Jackson voices some stuff in that
2: too. Does not yeah, he, he does. Uh, there's, does. There's there's oh oh yes yeah. <laughs> this is this is a not safe for anything. Kind of show, but uh, <laughs> it makes me laugh. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so if you like to laugh at, at really, really awful uh, things being said and done, this is a show for you.
0: Cool. Cool. Uh, Sam.
2: Uh, uh, yeah, pretty much
3: whatever's on HBO. I've been watching it.
0: So. Oh, good. A lot I'm of glad, different. Oh, one,
3: one movie I I did enjoy lately. Um, Here comes the boom. Okay. And. Um, I can't remember the actor's name. You know, I'm horrible at that. But the guy who was King of Queens, mm-hmm. um, he plays oh, a, uh, Kevin James. Kevin James plays a biology teacher
0: who well, becomes a, a pro or semi pro wrestler to
3: save the band program at their school. Yeah. And it is hilarious. It isn't. I went into it thinking, oh, Lord, you know, I'm going to sit here, work, work on classwork while I'm you know, watching this movie and I ended up watching the Dern movie. It was funny and, and endearing they did a really good job with it. And it is a heck of a lot
0: of fun to watch. They they did the same thing with Paul Blart mall cop. It's pretty funny, but it's a stupid movie, but it's still pretty funny and endearing. Yeah. yeah. yeah you like him. Uh, yep. I watched, uh, we, Sarah and I on Sunday just vegged out and we watched the Harry Potter, um, deathly hollows marathon. So we watched the first one and the second one. They still, I still like them a lot. And then right after that came, you remember back in 2012 when Snow White and the Huntsman came out? Yeah. The same yeah. summer, that mirror mirror thing came out with Julia Roberts and it was the, oh, it was yeah. the Snow yeah. White story. Well, I watched it and everyone I saw said it was terrible and the reviews were real bad on it. And, um, IMDb, it gives it like a 6.1 or something like that. That movie is damn hilarious. Um, it's, it's meant to be a comedy. It's meant to be farce. It's, it's real stupid. Army Hammer is in it. He play. He gets bewitched and be is a dog for half the movie. Um, what's his name? The ah uh, oh, crap. Uh, he's a plays a he's a comedian. He's in. He's with Matthew Broderick and the producers. Um, oh, Nathan. Na- yeah, Nathan Lane. Not, yeah, there you go, Nathan Lane.
3: He You're plays about say Phil. And
0: no, I was about to say Phil. He plays like the uh, the second hand man to the Queen. And he's just just kind of, it's funny. It's a funny movie, and it's got a real pretty girl, and I can't remember her name. But she's in some crap, but, um, she she played the older daughter in The Blind Side, and now she's grown up a little bit, and she's very attractive. And, uh, the the Seven Dwarves, the concept of Seven Dwarves is that instead of them being miners, they're they're highway robbers, they're thieves, and they they wear pogo or uh, they wear um, stilts on their feet. To make them look like giants and they, they prey on people as they come through the forest. It's pretty funny. So I'm not saying I highly recommend it, but if you need two hours to kill, it's actually pretty funny. So there you go. Email. We have an email Ooh, okay. from, uh, he's actually a friend of mine. His name's Will. Um, he says, hey guys, just want to drop a line. I enjoy the podcast and though I'm a little bit surprised at some of your taste in movies. <laughs> you know, it's nice to hear someone else's thoughts on different things that you all talk about. In episode 12, The Hunker Games, when you were all going over your favorite dystopian films, I was getting very nervous when Chad, Sam, and Corny, and finally Sean, are reading down their lists, and no one said the one movie, he capitalized, that's why I'm yelling, that I was thinking of since Sean started talking about favorite dystopian movies. So when Sean finally read number one, Blade Runner, I, although alone in my car and driving 65 miles an hour down the highway, with nary a car in sight, let out the loudest, oh, thank God, that anyone will, who is alone in their car has ever uttered in human existence. Challenge accepted. He's a little dramatic, Will. Uh, hope you guys got a chuckle out of my story, which obviously Sam did. Keep up the good work and do remember, guys, just because something is old or old technology Doesn't mean that it is of no use or lesser quality vinyl, i.e. vinyl, 35mm, etc. That was direct straight to me. Uh, Well, Well, or,
3: you know, like boom operators. They still serve a
0: purpose. Okay, once again, you're trying to bring a joke up that has no bearing on what's happening. (laughs) P.S. Hey Sean, Viva La Projector 35mm. P.P.S. Here's a few films that I would like you guys to consider reviewing. All are available on Netflix. Clerks Chasing Amy's. Or anything by Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. So yeah. we'll do Cop Out, uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, Cop Land, Close Encounters of a Third Kind, Hobo with a Shotgun,
1: Close Encounters,
0: Saint Nick, The Boondock Saints, Good, the Bad, the Ugly, Bad Lieutenant, Bad Milo, The Great Outdoors, The Breakfast Club, planes, a Bad trains, People in There, Automobiles.
1: So will. Uh, well, there you go. There's some uh, contenders in there. No, yeah, there's some good oh, stuff in there. So. Well, uh...
2: If you guys want to, if you take a look at the movie list, then uh, Will actually might be pretty happy. Well, yeah, there's a few that that he mentioned that were on our
3: list, I believe.
0: Well, good. That's 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 good. So thanks, Will, for the email. Uh, I know he continues to give me grief about it. Um, there's a whole long story about the 35mm projector. I can tell maybe on this cast. I don't know. I don't care. If, you know, if you're interested, let me know. We're not. Okay.
1: So. <laughs> Good job, Will, and giving and John Grief. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah, thank you.
2: Thank you, Will.
0: What are we doing next week, Corny?
1: Yeah. Uh, we're. Oh. Yeah, go,
2: go ahead. ahead. Uh, next week, we're going to be watching the movie Dread. Oh, yes. Ooh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm already going to say I'm going to enjoy next week's cast because I really like this movie and I don't care. So, yes, Dread. That's fun. Hey, that's got Lena Headey in it or whatever her name is. So there you go, Sam. You, you, you go. already know someone in this cast. And, and I can go ahead and tell you who the Star Trek connection is if you want to know.
2: No, we don't. No, nope. we don't. Okay. want to be a surprise. And by <laughs> surprise, I mean no.
0: Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, well, great. Well, time to wrap up. Uh, <laughs> who won? <laughs> who won the podcast? Oh, yeah. Who won this podcast? We haven't done that in a while. Who won oh. the cast? I
2: think Corny did, right? I think Corny did. With, with Lashame? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah
0: Lashane.
2: That was it. Yay.
0: Lashane. Yeah. That's good because it's only one word. It makes it easier for me. Yeah. <laughs> If they're really long, it's kind of hard to squeeze all that in, in the description. All right.
2: That's what she she said. That's what she said. (laughs) Nice.
0: And the extra point, but I'm not putting that on the description. Oh, and by the way, Arrow this week, WTF, that was awesome. Um, anyway, that's it. So, right?
2: Yes. Good. Yes.
0: Cool. So thanks. Special thanks goes out to Sight and Sound AV and for Stuart last week for filling in on our podcast while Chad was out in the land of enchantment. Um, special thanks uh, and, and that last week's cast was real fun and I enjoyed having him on so thank you again Stewart. Uh, special thanks goes out to Steve Everett for our intro and outro music. You can check him out at steveeverett.net and like him on Facebook at facebook.com/something. It's Steve Everett, just search him on Facebook. I I keep getting it wrong. Leave us a review on iTunes. Please. I implore you to leave us a review on iTunes. I don't John want to sound begging. like a I don't want to sound hey, like some don't. nagging wife. But leave us a review on iTunes. One, we like them. And two, we have a very selfish reason for, for needing them. So anyway, uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash uh, or Follow us on Twitter at CheapSeatCast. We have a website, CheapSeatReviews.com. Sam is constantly updating it. Um, constantly, except for the bios. Those bios are horrible. They need to be changed immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or you're fired. Uh, please send us your emails. To ah. cheapseatreviews at gmail.com and on behalf of Sam, Chad, and Corny, just as Sean saying goodnight and don't get
2: hit with a credit How did you forget about your
3: I wonder if, if Stallone ever did a French accent? It'd be so <laughs> good. <laughs>